Warning, this podcast may contain strong explicit language as this is my personal opinions on football. Listener discretion advised. Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of the Stumpy Show. I'm your host, Kyle Stump, aka Stumpy, and we got a good amount to go over after week two of the 2021 season of the NFL. And the first game we're going to go over is the Las Vegas Raiders versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. And for the Raiders, Derek Carr is looking like he could possibly be an MVP candidate, completing 28 passes on 37 attempts for 382 yards and two touchdowns. And Henry Ruggs is proving that he could be a breakout player this year, having five receptions for 113 yards and one touchdown. And for the Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger had like an okay game with 27 completions on 40 attempts for 295 yards, one touchdown, and one interception. All I can talk about is Najee Harris's stiff arm on Jonathan Abrams. Oh my God. I saw, had a little bit of Derrick Henry vibes from him after seeing that, even though the two both played at Alabama, but at different times. But... The Steelers' defense couldn't hold on to the Raiders' offense as the Raiders won 26-17. And the next game we got is the San Francisco 49ers versus the Philadelphia Eagles. And most of this game came down to mostly the defenses, with not really any of the offenses being explosive with Jimmy Garoppolo and Jalen Hurts. But Nick Bosa on the 49ers had two sacks on the game which pretty much sealed the Eagles' fate in this game as the 49ers won 17-11. And the next game we got is the Cleveland Browns versus the Houston Texans. And both quarterbacks, Tyron Taylor and Baker Mayfield, did okay at least, even though Tyron Taylor did go down in the middle of the game with an injury. And in comes backup rookie Davis Mills. And the Browns' key to winning this game was in the rushing game with Nick Chubb having 11 carries for 95 yards and a touchdown. And Baker Mayfield having a rushing touchdown too. As the Browns won 31-21. to And the next game we got is the Buffalo Bills versus the Miami Dolphins. And this game was nothing but a blowout. Even though the Bills couldn't get much going on their offense, it was mostly their defense that did all the work. Got to both Tua Tagovailoa and Jacoby Brissett six times for six sacks. With Tua coming out of the game due to an injury to his ribs. And he has bruised ribs, so he'll probably be fine. And throughout the game, we were all saying, stop the count. As the Bills won 35 to nothing. And the next game we got is the Carolina Panthers versus the New Orleans Saints. And all I can say is, what has gotten into Sam Darnold? First, he was playing bad with the New York Jets. And then when he leaves and joins the Carolina Panthers, he does extremely well. I mean, I knew he was going to do well leaving the Jets. But I didn't expect this. I mean, he got 26 completions on 38 attempts, four 305 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. I don't know why he's been like this so far. It's probably because the Jets are terrible at developing quarterbacks. Carolina's defense made Jameis Winston look like a shell of his former self, as Jameis had two interceptions on the day. And all I can say, the bakery is back in business with a half off a turnover as Carolina won 26 to 7. And the next game we got is the Denver Broncos versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. And speaking of new quarterbacks on a new team, Teddy Bridgewater has playing really well lately, completing 26 passes on 34 attempts 
for 328 yards and two touchdowns. He's almost playing like he's back at Louisville. And despite him not getting a receiving touchdown, Cortland Sutton's playing out of his mind having 9 receptions for 159 yards. And Denver's secondary has pretty much made Trevor Lawrence their bitch with Kareem Jackson and 9th overall pick Patrick Sertan II each having an interception off Lawrence. And I don't get why Trevor Lawrence has been struggling lately as the Broncos win 23-13. And the next game we got is the Los Angeles Rams versus the Indianapolis Colts. And this game was closer than I thought. Matt and Matthew Stafford and Carson Wentz have shown flaws throughout the game. But the receiving game on both sides was outstanding. Cooper Cup having 9 receptions for 163 yards and 2 touchdowns for the Rams. And Michael Pittman Jr. having 8 receptions for 123 yards but no touchdowns for the Colts. And this game came down the wire just as the Rams won. 27-24 against the Colts. And the next game we got is the New England Patriots versus the New York Jets. And the Pats secondary pretty much made Zach Wilson their bitch. With Wilson throwing four interceptions, two of them by J.C. Jackson. And not much exciting on offense besides Damian Harris's 26-yard touchdown where he broke seven tackles. I feel like if he rushes like this consistently, I feel like he could be a dark horse to win the NFL rushing title. But, I mean, that's too much expectations from me. As the Patriots won 25-6. And the next game we got is the Cincinnati Bengals versus the Bears. And both offenses had flat days with Joe Burrow having 19 completions for 30 attempts for 207 yards, 2 touchdowns and three interceptions as both touchdowns went to T. Higgins who had six receptions for 60 yards and Jamar Chase who had two receptions for 54 yards. And the Bears offense wasn't that exciting either. It's pretty much as usual with Trubisky the Bears were carried by the defense as the Bears just nearly won 20 to 17. And the next game we got is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Atlanta Falcons. And this game was kind of a shit show for the Falcons, but it wasn't that much of a shit show that I thought. With Tom Brady having 24 completions on 36 attempts for 276 yards and 5 touchdowns. With Mike Evans and Rob Gronkowski each having 2 touchdowns each. And at one point I thought the Falcons would have came back. But two pick sixes from Mike Edwards prevented that from happening. As Matt Ryan had three interceptions that game. With the Buccaneers winning 48-25. And the next game we got is the Arizona Cardinals versus the Minnesota Vikings. And this game was really close. With Kyler Murray pleading his case for a possible MVP spot. Having 29 completions on 36 attempts for 400 exact passing yards. For three touchdowns and two interceptions. And on the other team, Kirk Cousins having a decent game, having 22 completions on 32 attempts for 244 yards and three touchdowns and no interceptions. And Dalvin Cook's running game has already gotten started as he had 22 carries for 131 yards. Just as the Vikings could have won this game, Kicker Greg Joseph misses a field goal, almost reminding us of Blair Walsh in 2015 against the Seahawks in the playoffs, as the Cardinals just narrowly won 34-33. And the next game we got is the Tennessee Titans versus the Seattle Seahawks. And all I can say is King Henry is back for his throne. Derrick Henry having 35 carries 
for 182 yards and three touchdowns, proving that he is probably the best running back in the league. And the Seahawks are also proving that Russell Wilson's top receiver is pretty much Tyler Lockett at this point, with Lockett having eight receptions for 178 yards and a touchdown. And both defenses couldn't get anything going, which explained why this game went into overtime. As the Tennessee Titans won that game 33-30 after a game-winning field goal by Randy Bullock in overtime. And the next game we got is the Dallas Cowboys versus the Los Angeles Chargers. Man, I hate saying that because I'm used to saying the San Diego Chargers. And I thought this game was going to be a high-scoring game. Who knew that part of this game would come down to the defense? With Justin Herbert of the Chargers having 31 completions on 41 attempts, for 338 yards with a touchdown and two interceptions. And his wide receivers Keenan Allen and Mike Williams did solid with Allen having four receptions for 108 yards and Mike Williams having seven receptions for 91 yards and the only touchdown Herbert threw. And Dak didn't really have an explosive game but still had a decent one with 23 completions on 27 attempts for 237 yards, no touchdowns and an interception. And this game for the Cowboys pretty much came down to the running game. Tony Pollard having 13 complete carries for 109 yards and a touchdown. And Ezekiel Elliott having 16 carries for 71 yards and a touchdown. And Prescott's lone interception went to rookie Asante Samuel Jr., son of former Patriots corner Asante Samuel, as the Cowboys just narrowly won that game. 20 to 17. And the next game we got is the Baltimore Ravens versus the Kansas City Chiefs. And Patrick Mahomes is carrying the team as he always does with 24 completions on 31 attempts for 343 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception. And Travis Kelsey is also proving why he is one of the best tight ends of today with seven receptions for 109 yards and a touchdown. And for the Ravens, Lamar Jackson always letting his feet do the talking, even though in the passing game he had 18 completions on 26 attempts for 239 yards for a touchdown and two interceptions. As on the running game, he had 16 carries for 107 yards and two touchdowns, with Jackson's lone passing touchdown being to Marquise Hollywood Brown for six receptions, 413 yards and that only touchdown. And those two interceptions he had were both from Chief Safety Tyron Matthew, also known as the Honey Badger as his nickname in LSU. And the Chiefs were in a situation just like us last game, as the Chiefs could have won that game if only Clyde Edwards Hilaire didn't fumble the football, as the Ravens won that game 36 to 35. And the next game we got is the Green Bay Packers versus the Detroit Lions. And this is definitely how A.A. Ron Rodgers comes back with a bang after that shitty performance against the Saints. With him having 22 completions on 27 attempts for 255 yards for four touchdowns. And the other A.A. Ron on the team, A.A. Ron Jones, having 17 carries for 67 yards and a touchdown along with six pass receptions for 48 receiving yards and three touchdowns. And Jared Goff did well as well, although he could possibly be their future of on the Lions. I mean, 26 completions on 36 attempts for 246 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception doesn't seem bad on paper. As tight end TJ Hawkinson proves that he could be a future star 
having eight receptions for 66 yards and a touchdown. But both Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones having four all-purpose touchdowns, that's how you bounce back. And if you were wondering why I was saying a Aaron, some people get it, but some people don't. It's from a Key and Peele skit, Substitute Teacher. And now it's time for the Offensive and Defensive Player of the Week. For Offensive Player of the Week, I gotta go with Derrick Henry. Having not the best game in Week 1 against the Arizona Cardinals, and then coming back in Week 2 and having a game like that against Seattle, nearly having 200 rushing yards and 3 touchdowns, you just can't beat that. And my honorable mentions were Derek Carr and Tom Brady. And for Defensive Player of the Week, it's tough, but I gotta go with Mike Edwards. It's one thing having two interceptions in one game, but when your two interceptions all go for pick sixes, you can't beat that. And my honorable mentions were J.C. Jackson and Tyra Matthew. And I'm going to end this podcast with my prediction for Thursday night's game between the Carolina Panthers and the Houston Texans. I personally think for the Carolina Panthers, Sam Darnold is hot right now. And he's not going to stop against this Houston Texans team. And I also feel like Christian McCaffrey is going to run over these guys. And Tyron Taylor had just been placed on the IR. And Davis Mills, who's a rookie, is going to start the game. And I don't know how I feel about this guy. Although I never really heard of this guy coming out of college. But that's just in my opinion. If he's kind of like Tyron Taylor, he'll just be like, throw it, and then just say, fuck it, Brandon Cooks will be open. But Carolina's defense is still young and could make some noise this season, as they have all season so far. As I feel like Carolina could possibly win this game 27-7. And that will do it for us here at the Stumpy Show. As always, I'm Kyle Stump. I'll see you next time.